Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled The Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Simmons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is episode, I'm sorry, this is chapter one, episode 10. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thank you, Tom. Just thought of something at the last second, and now I'm looking, which means I'm not going to find it. So, um, yes, so let's see a little recap. Last two weeks ago, uh, you guys pretty much had just survived, I guess is a good word for it. Quite an eventful morning where the day started off by discovering the bones in the flower bed that led to a lot of confusion and upset. Uh, Jimmy was there, the husband, he was upset. But as that was unfolding, Jasper was getting some sort of communications, messages that led you all, well, him first, and then you all tended to follow uh, back into the woods further where you discovered a gruesome scene of the missing student, John Jeffries, um, where he was fused into a rock. And then he communicated that the missing girl was fairly close by in a cabin where you guys faced off against her captives, which best described were demon-like, I guess. Um, and then, on the way back, you encountered another strange creature on the path, um, which you dispatched that as well. You got back to the house. Everybody was still kind of milling about. The sheriff, the deputy, the doctor were there. You turned the girl over to the doctor. Um, and then we played out a scene where, instead of just... Um, Calling it a day, you guys headed off into the town. Actually, first you went into the woods with the geology group. Actually, everybody went. Um, and you discovered the Indian mound, um, right. some sort of a burial. Um, can I just ask, um, I just want to clarify, do you guys remember? I think I had hinted that you probably should stop digging because you weren't really like anthropologists. Yeah. And you weren't really prepared for it. So is that, is that correct? That we kind of like, you discovered it and realized what was there. And then just kind of like, you know, we'll, we'll mark it. We'll figure it out. And we'll come back later with either the proper people or alert the proper people. Right. Okay. <clears throat> then that's sort of, sort of my um, prodding. I encourage you guys to visit the schoolhouse and we had a series of failed roles, but Tom, or not Tom, but Tug, pulled off a couple uh, uh, sneak, was it sneak or sleight of hand? Yeah. And uh, managed to grab a couple papers off of her desk. And I think that's kind of where we ended, is that? No, we all came back to the camp. Were we gonna have like a party? For a party, yeah. Uh, what's yeah. his name met us there and said that he had planned a party. Yeah, so Blaine, I think he realized that with all that's happened on this trip, 
it's been fairly successful. Um, you know, you guys have gathered quite a bit from the folklore. The geology group, maybe not so much, although you did discover the one unusual rock. So that could definitely be something um, that would count, you know, that would make the trip considered a success. Um, and that, plus on top of that, the, the Indian burial ground. But that's not really geology, but there's a connection. Um, so yeah, so Blaine was sort of like, you know, let's, let's kind of wrap this up. Let's have a party tonight. Let's relax. Let's, uh, he, he mentioned that he, he went into town, he got some food. He's going to cook a dinner for everybody. Um, I believe he also has some beverages that perhaps he will spike the punch a little bit. Uh, so feel free to imbibe. And yeah, I guess um, I was curious, Tug, did you share those papers with anybody or did you just pocket those and move on? I pocketed them and knowing my character, he's kind of forgot. He might remember afterward sitting at the party. Okay. So let's just have it, let me, before I move out of the town, is there anything else you guys want to do while you're in the town? Or do you just want to head back now? We'll say it's like around 4.35 o'clock. Well, Tug feels kind of beat. I think he kind of said that at the end. Yeah. He's looking forward to just sitting and eating and, and drinking. So he's not, he's kind of out of it. Okay. Unless somebody else wants to do something. I'm hungry as well. All right. Let's so we'll head, head back. Yep. We'll head back to, to the house. Um, all the other students are there. There's a little bit of a buzz, you know, a little excitement because it's like, you know, uh, the Blaine's sort of relaxing the reins a little bit. So everybody's looking forward to having a good time. I think I mentioned, I think it was, um, it was Lewis, who's the musician. So he's able to, he was able to find a guitar somewhere. So he's going to play some songs. Um, <laughs> I think, didn't you post recently, Mick, a, uh, a video of like the 20s where they were doing some sort of like a line dance or something? The conga? The varsity drag. Uh, varsity drag, that's it. Mm. That was uh, the varsity drag. Um, uh, obviously, too, uh, just so everybody, uh, Wayne's not with us um, for the game tonight. And his schedule changed, so he might not be returning, although it's still up in the air, so he may be back. So okay. hopefully we'll see him again. Um, but so what I'll do is I'll sort of take control of his character for now, and okay. then we'll have her appear or not appear, depending on what's, what's happening. Okay. So, yeah, so, so you know. So it's, if things start to get going, yep. Uh, I'm sitting there. Hey, hey, Jer, Jerry. Ah. Um, when we were in that that schoolroom, I saw a couple of kind of weird things. They're not that weird, but they're kind of weird. Um, here, look. My uh. I pull out the one thing, the one uh, weird uh, picture. Uh, 
That was uh, some kid did that and was laying on her uh, her desk, kind of under some papers. What do you think that is? That's not look like big storm or something is killing people. Well, it looks like a lot of injured children, anyway. Don't they? Uh, don't they lock up little kids that draw things like this? And then there was I this. Uh, there was I don't know, Tugga. I don't think they lock children up for what they draw. Well, I don't know, but uh, then I also found this, and it just sounds like it sounds like a church thing. Isn't that like a church thing? Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. Except they put mother in there. Yeah, that was I, that was that was creepy as hell. Yes, yeah, look at this. This, uh, this looks like some kind of some kind of witch cult. Well, I don't know what the others are. Do really? Well, mothers and brothers, it rhymes, and others. No, I think um, maybe we could hazard a uh, pretty fair guess by now. Well, I don't know. Uh, it could just be that the kid put mother instead of Jesus. That you know, would be most Very, very deliberately capitalized those O's, wouldn't they? And, and the M as well. Well, I don't know. It's a little weird. But she seemed like an okay teacher, huh? Yeah, she she didn't seem anything out of the ordinary. Apart from she was really good looking. You mean she wasn't uh, wasn't obviously sporting horns and hooves? Well, I mean, she just she just looked like a like a, a school teacher. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that we're getting way deep into the folklore stuff. This might all be in our imagination so far, except for those little things that live out in the woods. We saw those. And the other things. Yeah, I don't like to think about the other things. There were some pretty freaky things. You think we you all see what I mean? Drugs? We already know what others stands for. It's easy to say it even in casual speech. Well, I'm going to be glad to get back. I haven't, I haven't rode in days. I'm going to get back to Rowan. I'd just like to sleep in a proper bed. Yeah. You know, now that we found these, I'm, uh, I'm actually sorry we're leaving. This is the first thing we found that actually uh, looks like it might make some kind of sense. Oh, Jerry, you can stay as long as you want. <laughs> I won't be sad to go. This whole place gives me the creeps. Me too. It's been nothing but just weird and horrible nonsense since the moment we got here. And where did uh, where did Blaine get all this pizza from? <laughs> pizza? Did they have pizza in the twenties? Yes, I think so. That's the time traveling connection. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, time it is. A, it's time travel. Oh, well, you guys are crazy. Yes, this is the most uncommon food. Uh, perhaps it uh, says here on my smartphone from the future. 
time travel is completely impossible. He's a witch. <laughs> so we start getting a little bit lighthearted in all this, even though we didn't say what we just said. But yeah, it's. I guess he, we we're going to try to laugh it off. This is this has been crazy. I almost swear that some of this has been staged for us. Tug, do you mind if I take another look at those? Yeah, take them. Do you want me to put them back up on the screen? Uh, actually, that was a pretext for Jerry, who I hope is sufficiently sober to uh, put them in a secure place, since oh. Tug doesn't seem to be taking them seriously. Yeah, you can have them. I don't care. Thanks, Tug. Uh, I think it might be worth uh, showing these to uh, one of the European folklorists. Maybe uh, this just this reminds me very much of, well, witches. Tell them that we're drawn by an American Indian. It'll be get the folklore department. It's probably just some kid. Well, of course it was drawn by a kid, Tug, but uh, weren't we already speculating that the people in this town knew more about what was out there than they were saying? But have do, we... Do you really? think there really are things like that, like sort of hereditary witchcraft traditions handed down? I, I always thought, like, when, I, when I've read about that, they, they they seem to they seem to be more just sort of people who've made up some stuff and they're they're just trying to add credibility to it by well in this case whatever they've made up seems to have added its own credibility or maybe it's a, just a, maybe it's just a natural response to whatever it is you know well, maybe maybe it's not some kind of transmission maybe it's just the way people react when uh whatever these things are, get hold of them. You know, thinking about these things makes my head hurt. But what if, what if, what if stuff like this goes on all the time and just, like, just, we, we, we've just, we've just never been told about it. Well, that does there must, the there must be people who do know about it. Well, we found it, didn't we? Look at that doorway into those other places we found up in the clearing. Oh, yes. Oh. So now we can be sure there are people who know about it. Us. So, yeah, and so if people, other people find that, then maybe they develop their myth around about it. I mean, for goodness sake, I shot those demons. And what about John Jeffries? Something had fiddled with his brain, and something had put yeah. it halfway into a rock. Well, the boundary between... Well, I don't think there is any boundary between magic and science anymore. How many oh, other places? How, how, uh, how many other places like this are there, other guys? You know, I mean, this area. This I've been read, I, I've been reading in a little travel book about all sorts of strange locations, and there's places out there that are just really weird. I went up to Kingsport once, and I had a really strange night up there. Well, between uh, between these mounds and whatever, they're all over the. They're all over the central regions. Of course, we know uh, in Europe there are stone circles and all manner of uh, sites long associated with witchcraft and demonology. And for that matter, all manner of secret societies who claim to make some use of them. Now, I suppose uh, the greater part of it is nonsense. 
Um, what sort of well, food do you guys have? Is that important? Um, not really. I mean, it, whatever you want, really. I was well, thinking something that, you know, a small town Vermont would have. So I was thinking like a chicken dinner, but whatever. I'm flexible. Okay. I'm a, chicken works. So <laughs> my character is going to get up rather pensively and he's going to go grab some chicken. But I'm going to go out front. I'm going to go out. I'm going to walk outside. Oh, I'm um, I'm going to go and look in that cardboard box over there and see if there are any chips. <laughs> I take a cue and get some more of everything and another drink and continue brooding about occult matters. When you say drink, are you inviting in the punch? Oh, yes. Yeah. Anybody else, just for the record? Yeah, Danny's going to have some. Okay. A little bit. All right. I'm going to go put the, uh, a chicken leg on the tree stump and, uh, and say, I'm sorry we bothered you guys. Go back, then come back right back to the house because I don't want to get knocked in the head. <laughs> um, the one thing you notice when you go outside, Tug, is um, there seems to be a, a heavy fog blown in. Um, it's almost like a mist. Well, when I see that, I, I just go quicker. I run out. I run out there, and I I put down the chicken. I say sorry, and then <laughs> come back because I don't want to get lost in the fog. If it, if in your step, <laughs> maybe Danny spots you and he's saying, "Tug, what are you doing? You're going to attract these crazy monkey mole men things." And when he says that, I start swerving. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm becoming harder to hit target. <laughs> I drank a little too much, I think. And I just, um, if this sounds familiar, you guys stop me, but I have a funny nagging feeling that I may have not given you this piece of information towards the beginning because um, we did things a little out of order. Um, so consider this just as a flashback memory, um, especially we'll say, Jerry, you were you know talking about the occult and the, the folklore. So if, if as I read this, if this all sounds familiar, just stop me. Um, so this is when you were talking to Agnes, the quote, witch lady on the edge of town. She was relaying a tale to you. Uh, says when Franklin Cobb and the original settlers were moving toward this valley, uh, they was halted by a group of Indians. It seems the Indians tried to warn the settlers that this was cursed land. Yeah. They told, yeah, does this sound, sound familiar? Yeah, but keep going because I don't remember it. But I, I do, I, it sounds familiar. Okay, we'll just, we'll just treat it as like a memory flashback. Right. It, it seems to fit in with what you guys are talking about. Uh, they told Franklin that long ago a tribe settled in this valley and the evil spirits wiped them out in a single night. According to their legends, the tribe died the most hideous ways, frozen, burned, or ripped apart. The remains of those massacred were found and buried at the foot of a hill in the valley. But on that evening, the evil spirits took to the air, screaming curses and threats. But the Indians' wise men powerful magic and he was able to keep the spirits at bay while he while his tribe made their escape now i believe there's some truth in it there ain't no bugs in the valley no bees no skeeters birds don't fly overhead going south for the winter and no bear or mountain lion comes down to terrorize us the only things living in this valley are man and the things that man brings do you know that the farmers here don't have to worry about weeds they won't grow here at least not the crops so many things do grow here, though. 
If we couldn't sell it all in the cities, we'd be drowning in crops and cows. And all this produce coming from thin, rocky soil. Every so often, I wonder why we was granted this bounty. But more than that, I wonder what we're paying for it. So I think I just wanted to, just in case I skipped over that, but it, it seems to fit with what you guys were saying with the, plus not only that, but your recent discovery of the mound that seems to fit with some of the stories that she was telling you. Place just gets creepier and creepier. No. Um, so we'll say that uh, Lewis has his guitar out. He's, you know, he starts off small singing some local folk songs then tries to ramp things up a little bit, get some little more jazz maybe gone and some foot stomping. And, I mean, it does, um, Clarissa is there. We'll say Charlie's still kind of upset. So she's been, she came down for dinner, but she kind of disappeared back up into her room upstairs. So she's not really very sociable tonight. Danny's <sighs> uh, having more of that punch, I think. Does anyone right. want some more of these chips? A little more of this punch, and all the guys are going to be dancing with each other because there's not enough girls here. <laughs> right. Give me a chip, Jasper. <laughs> uh. Um. So I guess. Let me let me see. Punch tastes funny. Has it got lime in it or something? It's kind of making my ears warm. Lime? What's a lime? It's um, Jasper. It's like a green lemon. It's a green lemon. Jasper, you just haven't had enough. Uh, when you do, the rest of you will be warm as well. Maybe you should uh, try some with your nerve powder. Hmm. It's weird. I feel a little bit like singing. <laughs> well, why not? It is a party. Kumbaya. <laughs> Kumbaya. Are we around a fire? We could start a fire right here on the floor. There is a fireplace. I wonder what happened to the old drunk, you know, the old boy that used to live here. Guy who murdered his wife and stuck her in the garden. Yeah, let's get the fire going. Uh, since Jeff uh, reminded us there's a fireplace, I'm assuming random NPCs uh, might also be interested in helping get the fire going, which is what uh, <clears throat> Jerry. Uh, so, uh, actually, I, uh, I, actually um, Jerry uh, tries to uh, get uh, um, probably uh, Clarissa and some others to get the fire going and sit down by the yeah, fire. We probably Could, got the fire. Could I just um, start by just uh, putting a rolled up, um, just a bunched up ball of newspaper in the empty fireplace and lighting it just to check that the chimney's clear before we light a fire? Oh, yeah, don't forget to open the flue because we closed it when the bowl people tried to get to us. Oh, yes, that's a good point as well. Um, well, at least we know that the mole people will uh, kind of uh, have swept the chimney for us. So let's let's talk about let's talk about what we've seen so far. We've seen a picture of a bat boy. We've seen 
little mole people who live in the mount in the in the forest. We've seen demons that live, hairy demon creature things that live in basements. We've seen monsters on the road that look like I don't know what gray loping things. This all sounds like fairy tale stuff. I didn't realize. It sounds a lot more like uh, the uh, pre-rational myths behind classical culture. Do you know what I think happened? Sorry. Do you know know what I think happened? See, when we were up there, I can't can't stop thinking about the clearing up there with that, that window where it was different places we were looking at. And when I threw, I threw a stone in there and it, it, and it, it went into wherever that was, I think all these things have come out of there. Maybe this place is a gateway to some other world or maybe, uh, maybe well, someone's J- tried to open one. Jasper sorted that out, I think. You were saying something, Jasper? His mouth was full, I think. Lots of chips were coming out of his mouth when he said something. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. That must be the nerf powder. Clarissa seems very upset about the whole thing. She hasn't come out of her room. Uh, Just to clarify, you mean Charlie? Yeah, that one. Yep. Sorry, I've got I've, I've yep. got a couple of cups of this fruit punch. What did you put in the? I, I look over at Blaine. What did you put in the fruit punch? Uh, it, it's uh, Joe's special. Joe's the uh, the driver. Ah, uh, Joe. Joe, where is Joe? Joe's. Joe doesn't have to drive. So how about that, Clarissa? Tug's uh, mistaken you for Cherise. Uh, well, they both start with ch. <laughs> That's a very tug thing to say. <laughs> Jerry, can you do a spot hidden, please? And um, Danny, two, please. <sighs> what should we do with a drunken sailor? I got a pass. Uh, I didn't. Is 90 bad enough to be particularly bad or just bad? Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it's. right. I'm just trying to sort of... Um, I'm probably paying too much attention by this point to uh, drinks, uh, Clarissa, and the fire. Yep, yep. And, and that's kind of what I was getting at was like, you know, people are milling about, people are joking around, there's horse play, you know, there's uh, things are getting a little drunk early um, uh, um, Danny you passed though right mm-hmm. I'll just say that you notice that Blaine has come in and out of the house a couple times um, and when he comes back in he smells of smoke like you know cigarette smoke mm. I mean, he was really Danny's just thinking to himself he, he was really Behaving strange that day, yesterday, when we were out in the garden, or the day before, I can't remember now. 
Um, is he in? Is he in just now, Blaine, or is he back out? Yeah, sure. He, he'll, he's over in the kitchen. I, I, I go over and talk to him because I spoke to him a bit before when I thought he was a bit uh, needing a bit of support or something like that. So I go and start chatting to him and ask how, how he's getting on and what he thinks of this trip and how he's doing and how's the girl trouble going and stuff like that. Yeah, so he starts to confide in you a little bit in that it's been more eventful than what he was hoping. He was hoping for a rather boring trip, actually. He didn't want any problems. He didn't want any trouble. You know, the teacher trusted him to head this thing up, and he wanted to do a good job and show that, you know, he could handle the leadership. Um, but, but with every... Um, sorry, I just saw your message. Yeah, uh, Jerry. Yeah, it's it's loud. People getting loud. People talking above normal. Um, uh, so Blaine continues that you know, with the whole finding a dead body in the back, and um, I don't think you guys have really confided in him yet as to what you guys saw, right? Is that um, that's right. Yeah. I think the only uh, uh, Charlie uh, confided in Clarissa. Um, yeah, Clarissa. Um, but as far as you know, he doesn't know about any of that yet. So, and he, he hasn't mentioned it either. Um, so he, he's a little bit, you know, th there have been some successes on the trip. So he's feeling good about that. But once that dead body was found, it's, it's like he didn't, that kind of ruined it for him. Mm. Well, I understand. I think you've done a decent job. You've done your best. That's all you can do, you know. Mm -hmm. can, I ask you a, can I ask you a question, though? See, last time, when everything that happened happened last time, was there strange things going on? Like weird stuff? Um, like so the mole men, the, the, you know, and, and other things maybe happening out in the woods? So you're catching me a little off guard because I do remember. So the very last trip, if you want to call it that, was just the, th the four of them. Well, it was right. supposed to be the four of them, right? Mm. Blaine was supposed to go, but he didn't go. He was the one. He broke his arm the night before, so he ended up. Ah, uh, right. Not okay. Going. So he doesn't know what went on. So he, he doesn't, doesn't actually know, know right? But right, I okay. think, if memory serves, I think there was an expedition before that, and I think he was there for that. I could be wrong, so. Um, okay, but he'll he'll just um, share with you like that was the whole reason. Like things were discovered from the folklore group, um, and Daphne especially was the one who headed up the return trip. So there mm -hmm. was enough, I guess you would say, strangeness to to warrant a return trip. But yeah. there were no real details shared at all. So mm -hmm. he he doesn't really know any. This is like the first he's ever heard of this whole moment. Then okay, so. Um, right. So did I just get this sense that, that he's just dealing with these kind of inner demons and struggles and, you know, with the death, with the body? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's just... He, he's also maybe had a few drinks too. Sure.
Oh, I'll tell you one thing I've been thinking, and that's until I came on this field trip, I, I really, I didn't appreciate how sheltered my upbringing was. I've, I've never heard of any of this. I think we've all thought that it was just folklore, but some of this turns out to be true. I mean, even even in a place like this where there's, you know, it's a state, it's not like a territory or out in the wilderness, but there's still large, large areas where there's unexplored stuff. And uh, when you encounter stuff out in the woods, it can be weird stuff. And Well, I mean, you know, I... I... Where, where, where I'm from is, is is out of the way, but I mean the only thing we've got like that. They, they, there's stories of um, uh, a woman who said she saw some some flying snakes came over her house in, in the 1800s, and and then just a few stories about like a big hairy man in the woods or something. They're, they're all Indian stories. Well, like Sasquatch or yeah, they call it Omar. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots. We've got lots of those, lots of those stories in our pockets. Lots of them. But uh, some of them, I guess, are true. But this, I've never heard of anything like all this. I mean, what if, what if no, those it's, look, it's, like, I mean, for, for, for someone to end up dead, like the, the wild animals and, and freak occurrences and, and, and that, you know, um, freakish natural events don't put wires in your head why why was that people do that that's there's a, there's a crazy man out here somewhere why was that guy's wife buried in the garden well, i thought she was like a, a vampire wasn't she uh, a vampire tug shut up that's crazy well but she they she wasn't in her coffin and yeah, it was Bones. Well, she wasn't in her coffin because she was buried in the garden. He but wanted they, her in the garden. That's work. just what people used. That's just what people used to do. But they keep saying that people are dying of consumption, and uh, and there have been stories of vampires going back for literally centuries in this area, and they all die. Seem to die of consumption. The blood. Is, goes bad or well, something. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, um, that's because the, uh, corpse, what if, the corpse of the consumptive re resembles the legend of the, of the vampire. That's, that's the, the connection there, isn't it? Um, what if, what if that guy who was here yesterday, what if, what if his wife came to suck his blood and, uh, <laughs> killed her and then put her body in the, you're a loony tug. Oh, hell, we're meant to be having a party and, like, you know... Yeah, it is... Uh, away from all this. Yeah, well, speaking like, of getting away, it is awful loud in here if we're going to have any uh, more serious conversation. Why don't we uh, sit back outside where we can at least hear ourselves think? It's, it's chilly outside. I don't want to go back outside. I wish we'd been outside. Oh, well, I, I left food out for the mole men. And well, they're probably I out there having uh, a party right now, and they don't want us to bother them. Well, I no. haven't, and the noise is really getting to me. Uh, uh, come on, uh, so let's let's go find Blaine outside or, or something. Plus, uh, I want to show you something interesting. All right, let's all go. Yeah, I don't mind going. This music's lousy. You'd think they'd have some Paul Whiteman or something at least. <laughs> 
What can we do with the drunken sailor? <laughs> can you give me a sense? What well, we in this town, I suppose, uh, run aground on the river. What was that, Jeff? Uh, give me a sense as to what you think your character, um, like scale of one to ten, how drunk are you guys getting? I've had three glasses of punch, and um, I'll fight you. I'm still I'm I'm still dressed, so I've probably got an eight. Uh, in Jerry's subjective consciousness, uh, not drunk enough. In reality, probably at least a three. Danny's probably about a five or a six, and he's now deciding he should go up and chat up Charlie because you know, kind of, she's the best looking girl here. No, leave the girl alone. Leave her, leave her alone. And if Jasper starts doing this, I start doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little rough horseplay, as they say. Yeah. 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 When I reach 10, I close. Come on. <laughs> you might as well, Danny, although you know you did just say that out loud. Maybe get another drink on the way and take her one. I'm, I'm going to put my arm around uh, Tug's shoulders. And I'm going to say, I love you. You're my best friend, you are. You and me, mm -hmm. we like that. <laughs> and I, I turn around and I, I look at Higgins and I go, fuck you, Higgins. <laughs> this is I guess my Jerry uh, takes this cue to uh, try and redirect uh, Clarissa into whichever direction Blaine is not. Uh, yeah, so because I know we're all outside, but I know it's chaotic. So, yep, she is being polite, but she's not really interested in getting too far away from the rest of the group. Well, that's fine. Does she um, seem like she? Uh, whoa, your window just froze. Oh. Oh. No, we're all fine. Okay. Yeah, because this is my one of the first. So, uh, I just asked Clarissa what she thinks of everything that's been going on around here. Um, yeah, so let's see. She's part of the geology group. Um, so, I think her and Charlie were kind of palling around, in my mind, for most of the trip. Um, there seemed to be a little bit of um, Charlie was sort of what's the right word taking her under her wing almost. Um, Clarissa seemed a little out of her element, um, but beyond that, you know, she's she's actually, you know, Charlie confided in her, and so she's going to ask you like in a very, like she doesn't want you to know that Charlie told her, but she's like, she's dying to know, you know, was any of that true? And so she's going to ask you a couple questions in return as far as like, you know, did anything happen this morning that was like strange or out of the ordinary to you guys? Well, that's one way of putting it. Like, how did you even know where the, to find the girl? Why did you even go into the woods? Oh, that was just intuition. There's obviously such strange things out there. 
so are, are you are you sort of denying what Charlie would have told her or are you you're not telling me what she says Charlie told her so I don't know what to deny or not although if you're just asking us a general question yeah. uh, Jerry has no reason to deny anything other than uh, that it was Jasper who had the intuition but if she specifically asks I probably wouldn't deny that either it's not okay. so much a desire to take credit as much as a desire not to share I'm not drunk enough to decide to share Jasper's private weirdness just to make myself seem interesting. Yeah. But okay. I don't have any reason to deny the other stuff uh, at this point. So, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, so she's, she's sort of just, she doesn't know how to react to all of the weirdness from this morning. Um, you know, the finding the bones buried in the backyard was enough for her. But then to hear about all of the stuff that Charlie told her, she's just like, she's trying to put it all together in her mind. Is it obvious that Charlie just up and told her everything? Maybe, I'll just say, you know, maybe she's being somewhat guarded about what she's sharing because um, she doesn't really want to break Charlie's confidence. But at the same time, she's just dying to know, like, is Charlie absolutely loony or is some of this true? So by you sort of not necessarily confirming, but also not denying. Does it seem like she knows about the demons? May, like she wouldn't not use that word, but she's just asking about the strangeness in the woods and, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't either because I okay. don't think they were demons. All right. But, okay. Uh, okay. Um, And we'll say that in the process of talking, you guys kind of just did a loop around the house. That's absolutely what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. And she just kind of like kept walking. And before yeah. you kind of realized that you're back with the rest of the group. So she, that's, she may have led you that, you know, in other words, like you kind of pulled her off to the side, she followed, but then she kept walking and led you back to the rest of the group. So, Oh, well, that's probably uh, probably not something Jerry would really resist. He was, right. He's only half motivated here. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, well, did um, you all decide if it was a vampire or not? Decide um, what? Let me go back to Danny for a second. Danny, well, last you... I remember, you were speculating that uh, those bones are the bones of a vampire. Or was that before Jasper I said you was uh that that was around. before that was before Tug and Jasper were best buddies. Oh I see. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I just wanted to Danny, did you want to follow up with Charlie or Yeah, I think it would be natural for him to do that because he would you know, he'd he'd upset her than uh I'm, I think it was earlier that day, I'm trying to remember. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or the day before when she ran up to the room and stuff. So he wants to check check it out and Plus, with a few glasses of punch in him, he's kind of doesn't mind talking to the ladies. Sure. Um, so we'll say you you go out, you knock on the door. She responds. Um, she's you know, she's mm. hesitant. Um, you know, what, what what do you want? What, did, did, you just you? wanted to check you're all right, Charlie, and you're just getting away from the noise. And yeah, that's it exactly. Um, and, and she'll just tell you that, you know, uh, it's been a rough day for her. Um, 
and, and it was just, you know, just wasn't really in a party sort of mood. So she was just kind of getting away from a little bit, getting a, a relax a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. And by the way, do you want to go out on a date sometime? <laughs> <laughs> Man, now you're putting me in Wayne's head and I'm trying to think, how would Wayne respond to that? Um, I feel like Charlie would. She's been a bit pretty standoffish, right? Yeah. To the guys. I feel like Charlie is probably not impressed that you, you've had a few drinks. Yeah. So she'll probably politely change the subject. Fair enough. <laughs> well, Danny just wants to let her know that he, he just cares that she's all right, you know, that she's not yeah. um, having a bad time yeah. or whatever. Um, um, and then maybe after a bit goes downstairs again. Yep. Yeah. I will say this, that she does seem in better spirits. I mean, so, you know, it's, she's not just sitting up there crying, you know, she's gotten her head yeah. together a little bit. The, the chat that she had, of course, it helped a lot. She's been studying, which centers her mind a little bit. So she's mm -hmm. doing much better than what she was this morning. Yeah. Well, well Charlie, remember we're, we're going home tomorrow, so it's going to get better. And I, th I think Danny is holding on to the fact that she didn't say no. Yeah. So she, yeah. <laughs> one, she said there was a chance in a million. So that's like one chance. <laughs> so Danny heads back downstairs. I think by this point, uh, Jerry has probably gotten a little bit uh, frustrated that this is like half of a party, half of a discussion about vampires and occultism half of an attempt to uh put the moves on clarissa and probably half of an attempt to get inebriated because everyone's actually drunker than he is but it's really still quite loud in there to go back for another drink so uh jerry has probably uh taken to uh reciting uh half remembered uh snippets of uh suitably uh gothic or creepy poetry uh, most likely uh, Crowley's hymn to Pan. After all, we did see like horned goat men. That sounds pretty legit. So yeah, Jerry's trying trying to amuse himself and also uh, work up the will to go back into the extremely noisy place and uh, get another drink. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, sorry, I nearly fell over. Um, <laughs> Jasper, you look like you need another drink. Why don't you bring us a couple? No, I, I don't think I should have any more. But I, you know, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Because well, that's I all right. Thinking, I, I'll have them. I was just listening to the music, and I was thinking, I wonder if it's sound that attracts the the mole men things. Well, that be funny. Well, if it is, we should be seeing some more of them soon, shouldn't we? Well, maybe they like the music, and it was just my raspity voice yelling that made them pissed off and threw rocks at me. Uh, didn't they jump on you out of a tree first? Oh, yeah. They stabbed you. They stabbed you, so it must have been, you know. Oh, yeah. Pretty, I forgot about that. Pretty bad voice. I'm going to go get my chicken back. 
Well, maybe you should tell Lewis to sing us the ballad of the mole, ballad of Tug and the Mole Man. Maybe I should shoot some of them if there's any out there before we leave. No, Kill them off. I got one. They no, dragged it off. No, they're they're just living out in the forest for a thousand years. I still think we should have got one as a specimen to take it back to Arkham. They 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 they're just these guys, you know. A lot of hairy guys. Yeah, just leave them alone. They're little hairy guys, and they uh, uh they, they have little hairy well, legs. They weren't really very hairy. They were kind of naked and sort of pink. When Jerry says specimen, sort of horrible. He really. uh, compulsively checks his pocket to be sure he still has the uh, jar of unspecified contents. Yeah, what do you want to do with that? Make sure I don't lose it. Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. I put it. Uh, <laughs> drink, 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 drink. Well, I don't have a drink, uh, so I can't well chug it, can I? What? Ja Jasper's. Uh, Jasper doesn't seem fit to acquire anymore. Jerry, you could be king of the mole men. That didn't come from the mole men. That came from the the hut of hell up there in the woods. Well, I suppose I'm, that means I'll I'm, have to be the king of hell then, doesn't it? I'm currently that close to putting my raccoon skin coat on and pretending to be a grizzly bear. Well, if I'm going to be the king of hell, one of you archdemons, uh, please go inside and get us some more drinks. Hey, let me play that guitar. <laughs> I've never played the guitar before. Which I can play a cause song. He won't let me have the guitar. No, not really. He says his great-grandfather gave him that guitar. <laughs> but I know for a fact his great-grandfather's dead, so how did he give him the guitar? All right, I'm going to say this. Um, you guys, you know, the, the party tends to shift locations, you know, right? You start off in the kitchen, and then you move to the living room, and you moved outside. So now you've kind of lost interest. Now you're back inside. Yeah, then we're I heading for the get, Then I get two more drinks. We're heading for the vomitorium soon. <laughs> I think Jerry's only going to be at like level five here, so uh, I don't know how that happens. He's probably look at, look at the state of Jasper. <laughs> yeah, we're bonding. I can't work out. Jasper, you should go to your bed. We can you ask uh, Danny and Jerry to do another spot, ah. please? Success. Uh, uh, hard success. Okay. You both notice, you know, the things are happening around you. People are having a good time. Um, but now it's been maybe 20 minutes and you haven't seen Blaine in a while. You thought he was, he was with you outside. Well, do I see Clarissa? Yeah, she's in the house. Huh. You, you thought he was with you outside and then... You know, you kind of just lost track of him, and it just dawns on you that you haven't seen him in maybe 20 minutes. What is up with that guy? That Blaine's... I bet he's... Danny, all the talk about shooting more men, he decides to go and get his pistol because he feels like Blaine's probably out wandering again. Don't Probably just them. smoking. Well, I don't care about... Uh, Jeff, I don't care about Blaine, but uh, do I since I made a hard success, do I notice Danny getting his pistol? 
Sure. Yeah, I don't think Danny's hiding it. Um, I just you, uh, plan into a Danny. You plan to uh, pick us off some uh, moment after all? No, I'm just. I'm, I'm going to go and look for Blaine because he's. he's you I'm know looking what? for. What for? He, well, I'm going to. It's pretty misty out there. I'm taking taking my pistol. Well, I, I'm all right. Let me, all right. Let me let me get my let me let me let me get my rifle. Uh, I have to put it around out of there myself. Guns and alcohol. I might be drunk. I might be drunk, guys. But look, something's up with Blaine. I agree. I have, I, I'm not him. so sure. How do we know that he wasn't here last year? <laughs> he told me that it was two years ago he was here, or two visits ago. Wasn't it? Didn't, didn't he break his foot or something? What if, what if, what if, what if he made a deal? With the devils? Oh, man. Oh my God. I the have girl. a girl on his finger. <laughs> what? Uh, 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 a deal with the devil? He made a deal with the devil. The guy's up in the. No, stop talking that way. I'm the... smoke. He's smoking. Like uh, a cigarette, Jerry. Yeah, a cigarette would be good. We we should we we should ask Blaine for a cigarette. Jerry, let's go and find him. All right, let me get my <laughs> rifle. I run, yeah. I uh, make sure it's loaded. Assuming I'm sober enough to do that, I make sure I still have the ammo. I, well, uh, that that's the thing because you're searching where you left it and you're not finding it. Maybe you didn't put it where you thought you put it. Where did I think I put it? I try to remember where I think yeah. I put it. I normally yeah. put it uh, in the kitchen, loaded next to my sleeping area. If Danny had a spider sense, it would be tingling right now. And uh, he... I look around. Is everybody else here other than Blaine? Uh, yes. The twice that I've spoken to Blaine, he's been really low. Wait, didn't uh, he run off and... And disappear and say he was going to get help and then didn't get help and then. Guys, come on. I don't well, know. I, 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 hey, yeah. Danny. Uh, yeah. I think maybe Blaine took my rifle. Let's go. Come on. Jasper and Tug, you can stay here. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow you. I'm, not I'm kind of afraid. I'm entirely that. certain what it is you're doing. But I'm just sort of going that way because everyone else is. All right, uh, we're looking for Blaine. Everybody, let's look for Blaine. Uh, Come on, Jeff. Um, I, uh, uh, I, I'm checking my inventory, but as far as I know, I uh, would have uh, at least packed a uh, hunting knife. So, I uh, okay. get the That's hunting wrong. knife. <laughs> uh, when we head outside, Danny just starts shouting for Blaine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Danny's like, what? <laughs> Talk. Get your act we together. All quit, quit shouting. We won't be able to hear anything out here. I nearly what shot my foot. The plane at this time of night. I, I'm going to do a constitution roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a pretty good constitution, I guess. I almost barfed on that one. Yeah, you realize that um, as soon as uh, one of us is actually sick, 
everyone is going to have to start making constitution rolls. Then we could literally be stuck here forever doing that. Oh. <laughs> or at least until we get to the dry heaving stage. So. Um, Sorry, Danny, I beat you to it. You can yell now. I'm sure he would have heard it. Any response out there? Is it quite misty, Jeff? It's quite misty. Um, it's a little, little spooky. Um, uh, William and Jason and Harold Higgins. Harold Higgins, Harry Higgins, he was very, he was like scribbling, you know. Let him wander off, let him do whatever he wants to do. Who cares? You know, we'll, we'll figure it out in the morning. Um, but, but the three of those guys, oh, and Rod. The, the four of those guys, they head out the front door. Um, you guys didn't say, actually. Did you want to go out the front or the back? Hey, I was... Front. Go ahead. Yeah, out the front door, yeah. Or front, oh, Danny. Okay, so whatever one you guys went out, you went out the front, so they went out the back then. Okay. okay. Uh, we'll assume Jerry has actually had to catch up a bit because uh, we'll assume the time I just spent sorting through emails looking for my inventory is the time it took Jerry to realize that he forgot his hunting knife because I forgot to put it on the inventory. So Jerry is unarmed, okay. are, except are, with a jar of goo. Are they also going to look for Blaine? Yes, yeah. You know, oh, okay. you guys brought it up. It's, it's like everybody's now concerned. Everybody's wondering where he is. If there's no immediate obvious sight of him, then I would probably think Danny would work his way around to the shed where he was smoking the time before. In case he was around there. Yep, the, uh, not a shed, but an outhouse. An outhouse, sorry. Yeah. Yep. And we're uh, we're all following right behind because we're like doing the varsity drag. <laughs> right. Hug. Hug. What? Where are we going? We're we're looking for Blaine. Blaine's missing. He fell in the oh, toilet. Right. Oh. Where, where is he? I think he went out hunting yeah. old man. He took my rifle. He, he's joined the old man. We think. He's joined the Mormons. He must be hunting the Mormon. Why else he take my rifle? What's a Mormon? He's, he's king of the... Oh, Mormon. You think Blaine's a Mormon? Well, he's king of, uh, king of the Mormons. If, if, if Blaine is a... Is that why you think he made a deal with the devil? I don't know. Do they, I don't know. You know, a, you know the Mormon. You know the Mormons. They're... Uh, their prophet, he also uh, dug up some in, interesting things from the hills. and uh, It's mole men, guys. Get your act together. Where? Can everybody do a listen roll, please. Right. 21. <laughs> That's good. Uh, success. Okay. Two passes. Fail. Yeah, that's okay. fail. Two fails. Jerry and Tug. You guys are wandering about. You're not able to really see anything. But after, you know, you guys are yelling, so you're kind of listening to hear a response. You're not hearing a response. But you're picking up. It's hard to figure out what, what that noise is. There's a, no, there's a noise kind of like around you. Um, you can't really pinpoint a direction at this point. It's like a very low, like... Uh, buzzing uh jerry listens to the buzzing intently if he can 
Hey, my head is buzzing. Yeah. That's not your head, Tug. You can hear the buzzing in my head? <laughs> it's not what are you guys head. talking about? I think I drank too much. Jeff, is it obvious it's not in my head? No, it's not. Maybe Do it is. Do well, you make, which if, of you is making that noise? It's, if, it's in, if it's in your head, Tug, it's in my head too. What are you guys talking about? You can't hear that? We're, we're hearing noises in our head. But, but it's not in your head, Tug. But but don't we always hear noises in our head? Oh, man. I mean, to, just my head. You need to go to bed, Wait, Tug. I, I'm, I'm hearing well, a Well, I mean, is, but is, is the noise, how do I know that the noise I'm hearing is the same as the noise that, that, that you're hearing? What are you hearing? I'm, I'm hearing it's like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like a buzzer. But lower. Like a, like a sort of... Danny's shaking this his is head. turning into just a dirty phone <laughs> call. <laughs> Danny's shaking his head, looking at the ground, thinking, "Why did we let these guys come?" <laughs> anyway, don't you guys hear it now? Do they hear it now? I still hear it. Yeah, you know, now that you're trying to listen for something specific like that, where is it coming from? Jasper nailed it, so he he must definitely hear it. Is it is it, is it like a a generator? Does it sound like it's far away or something? Or does it's it hard, sound close it's hard to, to pinpoint. One minute it sounds like it's over there to your left, and the next minute it's like right in your head. Uh, I try. Uh, I try humming along with it. Does that do anything? I try to do harmonies to his hum. Right. I'm. I'm, I'm going to attempt um, to syncopate. A few guys won't stop. I'm going to shoot all of you. <laughs> how how far have we gone from the house, Jeff? Uh, you tell me. I was assuming you were in the backyard, but you tell me. Okay, then I'm in. No, I I would. I made le less progress than anybody, so I'm sure I'm in the backyard. Does that mean there's still music and cacophony from the house? Oh no, the everybody now is kind of going outside to do this sort of search. Okay, so yeah, yeah I try to I try to hum with the with the vibration. Okay. We're near the we're near the outhouse. Okay. Any no, sign no. of Blaine? Any sign of Blaine at all around here? No. Are the cars here? Yep. Does it, is the outhouse humming? Did we no. look in the outhouse? You haven't looked, but... I go over and I look in the outhouse. And yep. I, look, I look down the hole and I'm like, Blaine! Yeah. I think that's going to call for a constitutional. Oh, yeah. The, the stench. <laughs> Oh, 97. <laughs> Blaine. Blaine. <laughs> Fortunately, I threw up into the toilet. So, Blaine. I was fortunate. Oh. I don't know, man. I don't know what we should do, guys, because I don't, I don't like this, what this noise is. Why is Blaine running around and hiding? It's like he's been doing that ever since we got here. Does anything happen from trying to like tune into the humming? Um, could you give me a power roll, please? Uh, no. Hard success. Hard. 
All right, I'm going to be mean. Um, you've had a few drinks. I'm going to ask you to roll again and tell me if that's better or worse. Uh, it's a uh, one percentage point worse, still a hard success, 31 okay. instead of 30. All right. I'll say this. Let's see if I can explain this. Um, so you're trying to match it almost. You know, you're trying to come along with it. Yeah. You find yourself sort of sort of concentrating on that and and almost um, obsessing on it. Like, you know, you're focused intently on it. That's to the point what I'm where you're to Yeah, to the point where you're not really paying attention to what's going on around you. That is absolutely accurate okay um so with that being said let me ask danny jasper and tug to do a well you know what not tug you're preoccupied at the moment yeah danny and jasper could you do a listen roll please a listen roll jasper i'm gonna ask for a penalty die on youtube this is my favorite shirt Oh, exact, oh, exactly 40 on my lesson. Nice. Well, I got a 16 and then my penalty dice was uh, 98. <laughs> so, Jasper, um, you're concerned about your buddy in the outhouse. Your best friend in the world. Yeah. Are, are you all right in there? It's been 30 seconds since you've last seen him, so you're starting to worry. <laughs> Tug, yeah, do you I'm need all... me to hold your hair? <laughs> <laughs> I come out and I'm just like cleaning off my shirt. I'm like, I got sick. Don't go oh, in there. I'm, I'm going to take a step backwards because I can smell that he got sick. <laughs> Danny. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> Frick, bitch. Here, something. It sounds it sounds like somebody threw a clump of dirt on the roof of the house. You know, like somebody somebody like uprooted a potted plant almost, chucked it, up, chucked it up in the air, and it hit the roof with like a thump. And I, the, the moment you, you hear it too, I'm also going to say, the moment you hear it, it also occurs to you that Charlie's still up in her bedroom by herself. I don't like this. Guys, let's get in the house quick. Let's get back in. What? What? Why? What's, what's going just, on? Just get in it. There's something on the roof. What? And I look I up look, there. I, I look on the roof. Is it too misty yeah. to see? It's misty, yep. Yeah. Um, it's hard to really see anything. Um, I, I take a couple steps towards the house and I go, Blame! <laughs> Dan, Danny starts running. It, it just the whole atmosphere, the mist, the noise, everything. And I was he was remembering that rhyme or, or story rather about the you know uh, how even the weeds didn't grow there, but what cost? So there's something I don't know just playing in the back of his mind. So he's running into the house and heading upstairs. I'm I'm gonna run after Danny. And I and I'm also um, I think from this point now I'm that's that's put me on edge. So I'm I'm looking for anything that I can pick up to to. Danny's not necessarily use as a weapon, but just to comfort myself, basically, so that it knows. 
And, and if I see them suddenly start running, I, I in terror run after them because I don't know what the hell they're running from. Yeah, the, the, the moment Danny starts running, I'm thinking of the mole men and imagining that perhaps he's heard something that, that, that I, I, I might need to find a stick or something to defend myself with. Danny's just saying, get in the house, get in the house. And he's heading where, where, where are they? Where are they? Well, and as I'm, I'm rowing as I'm running because... <laughs> Uh, uh, when I get close enough to the house to look on the roof, I'd like to try to do that. Can I? Yeah, so um, the way I'm picturing the house, I don't have a picture of it. Well, actually, I might have shown you a picture at the beginning, but I don't remember. But we'll just yeah. say it's the typical, uh, what do you call it, A-frame house. Yeah. So you get to the back where you can see up, and you don't see anything. Okay, I just go in the house through the back door. All right. Yeah, I'm just running because Danny yelled and started running, so. And there's a little bit of panic now spreading through the group. So the rest of the guys um, and Clarissa are, Clarissa goes running in with you guys. She's afraid. Mm -hmm. um, the other guys are, especially Rod, he's sort of like, he's had a few too, and he's not quite sure what's happening, but he's kind of standing there. Can I still hear the hum? Yes, you do hear the hum. Um, Uh, Danny, when you run into the house, what what are you doing now? What are you, what's your intent from doing that? He, the the sense of something, it could be a mole man, it could be something else landing on the roof. So I'm thinking if something's landed on the roof, it could get in. So he's heading straight up the stairs to see where Charlie is. Okay, I'm gonna say that as you start running up the stairs, she's actually on the top step, heading down the stairs. And she's got a worried look in her Sorry. eye. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Um, we've, we've, we've been there a while. And we, we know this house quite well by now. Sure. Um, are there any uh, trees overhanging the house, overhanging the roof? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that it was, it's fairly um, like a clearing. Like when you guys first arrived, there was some tall weeds, grass, like it hasn't been upkept. Um, but the trees are mostly around, like the clearing around the yard. So there's no chance of something having just dropped from a tree onto the Right, right. Right. Okay. Um, so Danny, so she kind of meets you at the top of the step and she's got a, a worried look in her eye, like, what was that? She's looking at you for an, uh, an answer. So Danny's catching his breath and he's going, did you hear the noise on the roof? Yeah, yeah. Was it where your room was uh, near there? I think so. I mean, it was. It sounded like it came. It almost was like right above my bed. It scared the heck out of me. Uh, Danny wants to uh, find a torch. He, he just. He, he, I think at the moment he knows she's safe, but it doesn't mean. It's just. It's just uh, got a sense of impending doom really with the whole, whole night now <laughs> and um, uh, he, he tells the guys Charlie's alright, here she is um, let's get some torches and go and check upstairs Okay um, How about the rest of you, are you following upstairs are you staying downstairs what are you I'm going upstairs Well I, I had just thrown up so I've run back in and and now I'm over by the fire, but I'm I'm just like slumping on the on the ground. Okay. Are there any knives in the kitchen, Jeff? 
Uh, sure. Uh, is there a sharp one? Sure. Yep. I take one and a flashlight. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay with Tug by the phone. Okay. Um, Danny's asking Charlie, what did it sound like? Was it just a thud or was there a noise? Any other noise? Um, she tells you that she heard it also as a thud and she confirms that she's also hearing the buzzer. Is it getting louder? A little bit. Oh. Um, I don't like it. I don't like this, Jerry. Do a, do another listener roll, Danny. The back door's open. Harry Higgins standing in the door, and he's kind of like looking at Rod and um, the rest of you guys in the house. He's not sure which way, which direction to go in. Can I still hear the buzzing too? Mm-hmm. I feel that listen roll. Okay. I I just shout over to Rod or or whoever is at the door. I say just get everybody in and. Just keep an eye out. Maybe get there's something out there. Tug, can you do a power roll for me? Uh, fail. Okay. Yeah, that that buzzing is like more in your head, and it's just distracting you mostly. Yeah. Well, Danny, whatever it is, let's go find it, and maybe we'll get a specimen after all. Um. Tug and Jasper. Could Is you there a poker by the fireplace, by the way? Uh, there's a luck roll. Oh. That's how are we taking care of the fire? <laughs> With our hands. Oh, that's a pass. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay, I will take the poker. Nice little iron poker with a little hook on the end. Yeah. Okay. You, you were saying, Jeff... Tug and Jasper. Uh, Tug and Jasper, could you each do a spot hidden? Um, Pass. Okay. 68, fail. Okay. In fact, that's an extreme. My head's buzzing. Yeah, Tug, you're a little bit distracted. Jasper, you look at Harold Higgins in the doorway, and you're about to call everybody in and sort of as you're looking past Harold Higgins, um, you're looking outside and you're seeing Rod standing there in the mist sill. He's kind of outlined a little bit. And suddenly you see him just rise up in the air. Um, did it, did it, did it. I'm going to look around and see if anyone else saw it. No. Harold's probably looking at you going, what are you looking at me for? What? What? what the chip, he just, he just disappeared. Some, something, something just pulled him up. What are you talking about? He was out there and something just pulled him up. Who? Um... Um, I've forgotten his name. Rod. Um, Rod. Is there a, a window in the land, steer landing, Jeff? Uh, not really. Well, okay, yeah. So I think, Danny, where where are you? Are you downstairs well, now or are you still upstairs? Uh, I'm guessing kind of halfway in the stairs because when Charlie met Charlie there and maybe she's coming down. Okay. So 
probably if there's a window there, the quickest thing would be to just kind of go up and have a look outside. And I was following Danny upstairs, so I guess I'd be doing the same thing. And if okay. for a moment I can control Higgins, he wants to know what you're talking about, so he's going to turn around and take a step out and look up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see who else is... I know. If, if, if anything comes near us, don't, don't, I'll, I'll just hit it. I'll hit it oh, my God. Um, I'll, do I'll do it with the poker. Danny and Jerry, <laughs> you both are sort of coming down the stairs at this point. Um, and as you're doing that, you suddenly hear... Wait, blank. down the stairs? Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, you, you walked around upstairs. You didn't really see... Oh, we didn't see any. Okay, right. so we're headed back down. Well, I figure you're going to head down, see what yeah. the commotion's about. Yep. Um, and as you're coming down the stairs, you suddenly hear Blaine's voice. And he's from the front yard. And he's like, guys, 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 come out here. There's a cat on the roof. Somebody somebody help me get us get the cat. What? Wait, Blaine, do you see Rod out there? Um, he's outside, so you're going to like have to either shout that or... Yeah, I shout. Well, okay. he, he's on the other side of the house, isn't he? He's he's in the front of the house, correct. And, and Rod disappeared from the back? Right. right. And the front door's closed, so it's like you really, you know, you're going to have to shout in order to get through the door. Okay, sorry. Blaine, just one more time, Jeff. So Blaine opens the front door. No. no. He just yelled. He's just yelling. He oh, he yells it. through the door. There's right. Blaine. Um uh, so I do exactly what I said, though, Jeff. I shout, do you see Rod out there? Uh, he responds, he says, no. No, I don't. See anything out there except a cat? Just just a cat. Just, you know, just a cat on Cherry, the roof. Cherry, Cherry, you have quit, my rifle? Cherry, quit yelling. Go... Talk to him for Christ's sake. Blaine, Blaine, is Sally out there with you? Chester, uh, don't yell at him too. Well, by this point, Jeff, I am approaching <laughs> the front door, although I'm not opening it. And I say, do you have my rifle? No, no. Uh, oh, open the door, Jerry. Uh, Danny's got his pistol out. Uh, understanding that, I. Uh, which way does the door open, Jeff, out or in? Uh, we'll say it goes in. Uh, okay. I, uh, and where's Danny positioned? Where Danny's one, Dan, I don't, Danny just, uh, is suspicious of anything and everything right now. And he wants to see what Blaine, how Blaine's, where he is, what he's doing. I just want to know where you're standing. Uh, like di directly, directly uh, in front of the door. Then in that case, I, uh, motion and point to you to stand somewhere such that when I open the door, you wouldn't be facing him head on, but rather you'd be at an angle where you would still have a decent shot. Okay, yeah. I shift over a bit. And, uh, Don't and shoot I Blaine. hesitate and uh, let's see, uh, and open the door uh, enough that Danny would still have a shot if necessary and also position myself behind the door that I'm opening as Jerry's one of those do, mole things is getting the hook end I think. as Jerry's doing all this I'm saying to them anybody that's nearby that's not a cat on the roof 
I heard a thud. So the door opens, I guess. Heavy, didn't it? It, it wasn't. Yeah, okay. I'm opening it part of the way. Uh, quickly, not gradually, but I'm not opening it all the way. I'm opening it enough that you could see and shoot if necessary. Okay. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, Ken, have you ever heard a cat hit the roof? No. I have. It's incredibly loud. Was it a hot tin roof? <laughs> it was not. I've heard a cat in a hot tin roof. Huh? Can I? Can I just? Um, can we just? I'm just going to go for just a second and go and put this poker down because I realised I picked it up and it's a great <laughs> prop, but it's it's also completely covered in uh, soot, so I can't actually put it down at any point. So <laughs> I'm stuck holding it now. So, okay. The yep. thing is, a cat hitting a roof would be fine if there was somewhere the cat could jump from to land on the roof. Ah, uh, yes. Good point. All right. Uh, sorry to break that tension. Uh, yeah. Um, Jerry, you start to open the front door. Danny, you're poised and ready to shoot, I take it, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm still uh, sitting on the floor recovering. Yeah. My head's Tug, Tug, you look out the back door. You see Harry still standing in the doorway, and I'm going to say... Harry Blaine's in the front yard. And with that, Harry will, will come in. I'm going to say, who do we have left? We have Louie, William, Jason, Terrence. Um, William and Jason are still outside on the, just outside the back door. Um, Louie and Terrence are in the house with you guys. Uh, they're standing behind you, Danny. So you open the door and Danny, the first thing you see is actually nothing. It's dark. It's misty. Mm. I shine a torch out. You get that sort of beam of lightsaber effect mm. going. Um, it's not really illuminating very well. I say to Jerry, suddenly I don't trust Blaine. This is all wrong. This is wrong. Something's wrong. We shout, I shout on him. And Blaine yells back, and he actually calls for uh, William and Jason. And he's like, guys, guys, come out here. Just just help me get the cat off the roof. Blaine, you come in here. Well, the cat's not in there. The cat's out here. There's about the cat. Get in here. Fuck the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason and William or Bill. Um, uh, if they I started, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Jason and William are just like randomly approaching the door now. Yeah, they're like right behind you. They're standing right uh, behind you. I, I just go. give them a, I give them a really hostile look and uh, motion them to go back. Okay. They sort of like shrug their shoulders. I don't go. Don't go. So, some, something feels screwy about this. Shouting Blaine again. Blaine, get over here. Yeah, what? Blaine, Blaine, why are you hiding? I, I, I'm like, Blaine is just drunk. He's drunk and he cares about a stupid... stupid yeah, you, don't, you can't let a drunk guy go up on the roof after a cat, can you? Well, go get him and bring him in. I'm not going out there. Tug, if it's a cat, Tug, if it's a cat where did it come from? It's just... It, it might be a bird, and he thinks it's a cat because he's drunk. 
Danny's beginning. Uh, Danny's beginning to kind of creep out a little bit. Don't don't shoot blind. Not he's not going right outside, but he's just he, he feels like this is all some kind of ambush or something crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a dick, but he doesn't. You don't have to shoot him. I'm kind of imagining Charlie right now in the middle of the room, maybe beginning to lose it a bit, you know? Yeah. Yep, it's all coming back to her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Clarissa are huddled. And the uh, the buzzing continues? Yeah. Is it louder? It's a little bit louder in your head. I'm trying to like get Danny's attention and look confused as to why he's like going out of there by himself, but I'm not trying to like say that because I don't want to alert anything outside that he's going out there by himself. So <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not heading right out though. I'm just kind of creeping I'm trying to get a, a view oh, around okay. out of okay. sight. As soon as I realize that I just like hold still. So, Wait a second, yeah. where is Rod? Could you do a Rod okay. Say that again? Rod went up. Maybe he went to get the cat. No, something grabbed him and like he just like I saw his feet go up. Tons something grabbed I'm trying to tell you that something grabbed him. Why does no one believe me? All right, Jeff. There's something going on out there. But in uh thirteen. Didn't as drunk as I am. Jasper's talking about Rod going up and you turn to look out the back door and you don't see Harry and you don't see Terrence. Well, I'm going to start to get up at least and I'm like, Harry! 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 And I walk to the back door and I look out and I'm like, Harry! Where did Harry go? You, Jasper, you said that, 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 that Rod got it was like something, I didn't see anything, but it, it was like something just kind of, like a crane just at the There's, fairground, just picked him up and pulled him up. The vampires are on the roof. And they're eating people. Danny shouts out the front door, Blaine, if you don't get over here, I'm going to start shooting. No response. We need silver. We need garlic. Is there garlic in the kitchen? I'm going to run into the kitchen. I'm going to start looking for an axe. Danny, Danny, do another listen roll for me, please. I'm going to to ask for a luck roll for the garlic. Oh, okay. Uh, Total fail in the lesson. How much luck do I have before I actually roll? Can I push the lesson? Yeah. I rolled another 13. I guess 13 is my lucky number. <laughs> uh, I got a 60, uh, 60 in luck. So. Yeah, sure. You find a handful of garlic plains, use it to cook dinner with. I, 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 run, I run out to the guys and I go, garlic. We got to use garlic because they're vampires. Maybe they're vampires. I don't know if they're vampires. Um, it's, uh, it's the 1920s or 1930s. Um, so I react to garlic. Um, as a white person in the 1930s would react to garlic. And I go, oh, God, that stinks. Take it away. (laughs) It's magic. It keeps vampires away. Oh, no, no, no. 
All right, Jasper's going to be food for the vampires. Danny, you take Jerry, you take some. I'm going to give some of the girls some. I failed to push, Jeff. Okay. But um, Danny's pushing out a little bit. He 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 just says to Jerry, just watch watch me. And uh, he's kind of peering up to the roof, if he can, as he kind of just a few, two or three steps out, out from the door. I try and circle back around the door so I'm not trapped behind the door if I do need to like get out of there and help him. Uh, but I certainly don't want to spend any more time in the view of the opening to the door than I need to. So I'll try and get around probably to where Danny was before. I'm going to run forward and I'm going to grab Danny's by the back of the shirt and yank it back inside. And I'm like, I'm like, don't you remember the folklore? They can't come inside unless you invite them in. I've got a pistol in my hand, you clown. <laughs> that pistol won't hurt a vampire unless you've got silver bullets. you got a pistol, you're scared, you're staring off into the foggy mist, and someone grabs you from behind suddenly. I'm going to ask you to do a luck roll, and if you fail, you're going to shoot some your gun. Sure. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I, I passed it. I passed it, fine. <laughs> okay. You almost shoot your gun. Almost. Dude. Damn it, Tug. You know most of that superstition and most of the rest is lies. That's not how any of it works. Oh, now I, it's superstition. <laughs> I mean, I, I, look at I what's would, happening. I would suggest, Jeff, that because of everything in the moment, he probably squ- squeezed the trigger, you know, maybe let off a shot. Sure. Okay. If you want. It was up there. It, it was up there anyway. Yeah. So that woke everybody up. You hear a vampire go, blah, blah, you hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a voice saying, that is one bullet. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, the uh, handguns in the night. What a terrible bloody noise they make. <laughs> All right, so I've, I've pulled it back in. I'm really serious. All right. Yeah. When, he, uh, when he shoots, uh, Jerry startles and... Yeah. Uh, uh, actually goes to uh, take a quick look out the door himself. We should probably all do a quick sanity roll. Yeah, let's do a quick sanity roll. Yeah, I failed that one. Do I uh, have to take any type of penalty on this? Do uh, no, just do a regular sand. I failed it. What did we do for a fail? I'll say for a fail, 1d4. Uh, is, uh, is, is double zeros really good or really bad? <laughs> That's four points. <laughs> I have it's I have what, luckily Jeff? passed. So that would be minus four points. For double zeros? Yeah, you take the okay. max sanity. Um and what what is the is there any special uh context for the loss of sanity or it, it means that you, you, scream, you scream at the top of your lungs and uh and shake all over and almost piss your pants, but you don't lose your <laughs> You don't lose your cool. It's, the worst, it's right. the worst you can get before you lose your control of yourself. Okay, I see. So yeah, Jerry is uh, basically just now sw- like yeah. swearing at Danny uh, halfway to the door, uh, looking around with great aggravation. Yep. Um, Jasper just dropped the fire poker. Um, yeah, I, I think the the shock of it, I've just I've just slightly become sort of noticeably more sober. Yeah. Okay. Danny and Jerry 
Can you each do a spot in? I'll uh, Pass. spend uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, I spend four luck and make it. Um, Swing that's allowed. Can I? Yeah, well, let me, let me do this. Let me tell Danny what he sees, and then if you feel like you want to see it too, oh. I'll let you decide. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Um, Danny, just as Tug grabs you by the shirt and pulls you back in, off to your left, you thought you saw like a dark figure in the mist sort of go around the, the side of the house. Like a person ground level? Maybe. Uh, I think that's Blaine out there. Uh, Danny shoves Tug back and and heads out. Uh, Jeff, if I spend the luck, um, will it? Will I have a, an opportunity to do reasonably decide whether I think it's Blaine, or in other words, um, can you I would see? just yeah, you would have just seen the same thing, so it would still be up to you whether. Or not. Okay, then I'm gonna spend the luck. Okay, and I'm gonna say. Uh, you just grab Danny if he's trying to. Is he trying to rush out of the house? Is that what you said? Danny? Yeah. Uh, so I grab you and I say, "You don't know that's Blaine." Well, it's something. I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to pick up the poker. Well, then I guess I'm coming with you. So I uh, head out there with him. And um, Jason and Bill are looking at each other and as you guys are sort of doing all this you realize they're getting ready to head out the back door they're like you know we're gonna go out the back we're gonna you know head them no, up no 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 stay stay in the house stay in the house don't don't go out don't go out there tugger you're not a footballer you can tackle them no i'm a rower rod is the rod is the footballer where's rod i told you rod got taken by the thing and now he's a vampire. Oh no! He got... <laughs> vampire. It's a crane. He's a Danny? crane. No, there's some sort of like this. Danny, mm. I'm gonna say you're sort of first. Jerry, you said you were following him, right? Yeah. All right. Danny, you go out the front door. You look to the left where you saw that sort of shadowy figure kind of run. Um, you're pursuing it, right? You, you're looking. To yeah. 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 You I, kind of um, get to, it's not that far. It's only like maybe three or four steps till you get to the corner of the house. But as you're kind of like turning the corner, you're hesitantly kind of looking around cause you don't know what quite to expect. And you look and the best thing, I, the best way I can explain it is that it's just dark. Like the mist just sort of fades into dark black night. So it's like the Jeff. house completely isolated? That particular area, especially. In other words, you, you know, you've got your flashlight, your torch, you're, you're panning around with it looking and the light just sort of like just gets eaten up by the darkness. Let me know I when I see this too. Yeah, um, just a split second later you see it. Okay. Jerry, keep your eyes up and forward. Uh, as soon as Jerry sees the uh, weird darkness, uh, now I'm not 
have no idea how likely it is the jury would actually remember what to say or if it, this drunk or if it even matters if he remembered he's going to do his best to remember something he read from some book about uh, something you say to like banish bad stuff and just reflexively shout at the darkness shout at the darkness isn't that the name of song <laughs> well or the devil but Joe doesn't really believe in the devil so uh, I'll stick with the uh, shouting at the darkness yeah Okay, you yell. Um, probably nothing. some mangled, half-remembered Greek. That's probably um, what it is. I'm not going to make you roll, but I'm going to say that after you yell, you know, everyone's kind of looking at you like, what was that all about? And you hear, it sounds almost like a groan. Like a, per like a person's voice, like moaning, like emanating from that area. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Jerry does his best to uh, authoritatively uh, command it to uh, reveal and identify yourself. It's quiet. Is it still darkness? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Danny and Jerry, can you do a power roll for me, please? Jasper, you turn around, you look, and you don't see, I think, I forget, I'm losing track. You don't see William and Jason anymore. They wandered out the back door. Um, I, I am going it. to go back to the fireplace uh, and... Um, with my back firmly against the wall, I am just going to uh, sort of crouch, hunker down, and, and wait. I'm, I'm not going anywhere right now. I'm doing the same now. I'm getting right down there with Jasper, my new best friend, and I'm making sure he has garlic in his hands. I say, I know it smells, but you just got to carry it. Is, is the fire still burning? It's like smoldering. Nobody was really paying too much attention I'm, I'm, to it. I'm going to put some more um, wood, on it. wood on the fire. Build it up again. Get it going. Uh, Danny, did you pass your power roll? I failed it. Fail. Okay. I passed. You passed, Jerry. Um, Danny, you have a sense. Well, let me, let me do this instead. Jerry, you're sort of like, you're waiting for Danny to do something because he's in front of you. He's the one that's got the gun. And he's just kind of like standing there. He's just like aiming into the darkness. He's not really doing anything. Uh, if I heard it groan, but it doesn't respond to the attempt to be authoritative, mm -hmm. I think by this point, and oh, and I, I, I just remembered, I failed a sanity check losing four points and rolled double zeros. Yeah. yeah you can be sure that... Uh, Jerry is like fully on his way to uh, his own uh, flavor of uh, true belief or superstition. And so Jerry does his best to sincerely command, uh, in the name of the one true Lord of the world, reveal yourself. And does his best to make some a proper gesture, which I doubt he gets right, right considering his the fact that he started believing this stuff is real about like a few days ago, but 
He does his best. You hear, so I'm, I probably didn't describe this uh, at the beginning, but I don't think it's that important. But um, so the way I'm picturing the front of the house, like it's kind of like a concrete patio almost. And then there's like a slight, you know, six to eight feet uh, roof, like porch roof almost. Ah, uh, yeah. So not the proper roof of the house, but like the little roof over the porch area. And are we still under that? That's what I'm assuming is like you kind of like creep yeah. out the front door or on okay. that porch, you turn the corner, didn't actually go around the corner, but just looked. So I'm going to say that on this porch roof, you hear that same thud noise above you. And now you're 100% sure that that buzzing noise is coming from right above your head. It's not in your head anymore. But the darkness didn't respond at all. I'm sorry, you it's still dark. The darkness is still just darkness sitting yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I look up and say, come down where we can see you. As I say, Danny, aware of the, the thud? No, you're sort of just staring into the darkness. I can hear you well enough. Get you, down um, here in front of me and take a decent form. I'll let you do another power roll, Danny, see if you can snap out of it. Tug, what are you doing? I'm sitting next to Jasper holding his hand. By the fireplace? Yeah. Yep. That almost sounds romantic. Yeah, well. It is. It is quite I'll romantic. smack him if he kisses me. But we really we really could do with a bearskin rug. In, so in, in a different you... This could be a different role. <laughs> well, he's he's got his uh romantic horror. Romantic horror. Have, yeah, I don't have anything except I've reached over and I've grabbed a, a log. Okay. That's, that's not a log, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smoke. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's no need to apologize, really. It might not be uh, a log, but it is definitely wood. <laughs> my, my, my question, Jeff, is can you push up a roll? Oh, good question. <laughs> Because I just got a, nine, a 96. Ooh. I'm going to say no, because it's not a skill. Okay. Um, feel free to correct me later on. But No, it's fine. That's fine. Um, and with that, I'm actually going to say your knees get wobbly. And I'm going to ask you to do a constitution roll to see if you can remain standing. Yeah, I can, I'm fine. Okay, yeah. so there's just a little, you know, your kind of knees kind of wobble and you kind of jolt. I kind of, kind of almost imagine there's a kind of tension going on and, and then there's maybe a bit of the shakes, you know, and yep. it's, it's like he's, he's fixed in that moment and maybe Jerry might notice he's... Yep. Does Jerry notice or is Jerry too distracted? Jerry's yelling up into the sky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Danny is right next to you. So I'm going to say you do see movement. So you see him kind of wobble. So it's up to you how you want to react. Uh, I'll, try and I'll try and steady him, but I'll reach out to take the pistol. Can you shoot a pistol, Jerry? Of course. I take the pistol. And then, uh, now that I have something to like gesture with and I feel like moderately less ridiculous, uh, I uh, point the pistol up and uh, repeat uh, the instruction to uh, 
Come down before me and take a pleasing shape. Reveal yourself. Is Danny aware of any of this at all? No, not really. It's no. it's all just sort of like could could way... he could he be could he be just saying repeatedly shoot it shoot it shoot it shoot it. You think you're saying it, but you're not. <laughs> um, Jerry. If I have to, I'll like draw a pentagram in the air with a pistol if, <laughs> if it comes to it. <laughs> but the, the uh, roof, you're looking, you're, you know, you're under the porch roof, right? So you're looking right. up at the bottom of the roof. Right, but he wants it to come like down, you know, yeah. off the roof in front of him. Right. So there's the, the very edge of the roof, right? So you can see yeah. the edge of the roof. Yeah. And you see a sort of shiny black, maybe that big around sort of looks like a wet tree branch come around and it kind of like goes underneath and it's like hooking around and then it, you see another one hook around the same thing and they're like little tiny like nippers or claws. What kind of claws? Like, like crab claws or insect claws. claws or what? Yeah, uh, yeah, insect is a better idea. Like, um, you know how an insect's got that little hook sometimes? All right. Um, and his imagination, Danny's still saying, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> now, Damn. I think at this point, um, now, does, does this seem entirely physical? Like, basically, it's just like a, a you know, insectoid tentacle monster? Like, is there anything about this to suggest to Jerry that it's some kind of apparition? It seems to you very, very real. Then I uh, presumably snap out of my uh, moment of occult enthusiasm and shoot it through the roof, if I can actually see it, right? I can see where it is. I shoot it through the roof. Mm -hmm. All right. How many shots? One. Uh, one. Okay. Uh, roll your firearm skill. Also, do I have to roll over a roll to overcome any resistance to shooting it because it's loud? Not yet. Okay, that's part of why I was procrastinating actually shooting it. But uh, so just roll a normal firearms. Is that it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think you have. Well, it's ha if this is a handgun, so it's a different. Right, skill. right, right. All right. right. Slightly different. Well, hold on. Uh, yes, I made it. Okay. Success. Um, just a regular, though, right? Regular pass. Just a regular success. Okay. Um, with that, I'm gonna say that loud noise right next to you, Danny, snaps you out of your. Um, so what? What do you want to do, real quick? Well, I think he probably flinches and, and ducks almost because, you know, the, the thing's just going off right next to him. And uh, I, I guess he kind of ducks underneath the canopy a little bit more, seeing as Jerry's shooting, whatever it is. Yep. Um, the girls in the house both scream at the loud noise. Tug and Jasper both scream, probably. <laughs> right. So how do the uh, how do the uh, insect tentacles react when I shoot it through the uh, roof? They retreat from the view, so you don't see it anymore. Right. Um, I shoot again. Okay. If I can. Sure. Uh, roll, please. 
Uh, I'm not sure. I assume I can't miss the roof, but this was a miss. So I guess I shoot through the roof to no effect. Yep. Uh, and then the I probably like don't really want to be shooting the, through the roof anymore. But okay. So I stop. All right. Um, I think at that point, um, if nothing else happens, Jeff, Danny will be saying, give me the gun, give me the gun. I give him the gun. Okay. And he'll move out from the canopy, kind of further back out to see if he can see anything on the roof. Mm, okay. I look back toward the darkness. Is it still darkness? Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's sort of it shimmers. It sort of shimmers. It's almost like there's something... Like it, was, like it was black water almost and something disrupted it and it kind of like wavers. Does it remind me of the uh, shimmer uh, effect of the portal? A little bit, yeah. I think maybe it went back. All right, so Danny, tell me again, you're sort of backing out. So, so I'm coming out to get a view if there's anything on top, still on top of the roof. And if there Danny, is, I'm wait. Just, Danny, wait. I'm, I'm going to saw... let it rip. Hold up, hold up there. I uh, I saw a shimmer in the the black. I think maybe uh, it went back there. Maybe it's another one of those portals. Maybe you don't need to go out there. I'm still doing it because if it's sitting on that roof, I want to shoot it. And if I can't see it, I'll point the gun over to where Jerry's All right. uh, suggesting. Um. Jerry? I'm getting ready to throw my knife at anything that tries to get Danny, because that's well, all I have. You might have your chance, because the tension's building with Danny. He's, you know, he's realizing he, he doesn't know quite what to expect, so he's backing out cautiously. And as he's getting closer and closer to, like, see just over that ledge of the roof, you see behind him, by about 10 feet away, something dark elongated sort of drops out of the sky almost silently and now it's standing behind Danny um, there's a bit of chaos in the house too it, where um, does it look as physical as the insect thing yes okay I mean, it's, it's still there's uh, some bit of mist still obscuring the view now um, but yeah I th uh, throw the knife at it okay and I uh, shout at us to, you know, be gone from here. And uh, I assume that it's obvious, it'll be obvious to Danny that there's something behind him. So I'm focusing all my attention on it, not on talking to Danny. Um, and uh, what is it for throwing a knife? Throw? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do not do a critical fail here. I don't want impaled. Yeah, you're it right past Danny there. Well, it's a hell of a way to uh, spend so much luck. But uh, is there a legitimate use? Is this a legitimate use of push? Well, uh, this would be one of the ones where um, I would let you push it. Um, wait, combat. Is then combat? You can't push in combat. It spends luck. I don't don't remember if you can push it. I think you can. Can you? 
Well, the dis oh. if you fail, then the dis it's disastrous results. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to say. Ah. So you can push it, but if you fail, you're probably going to hit Danny. Spend the luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to spend the luck then. Uh, and that's going to... Well, anyway, yeah, I spend the luck. Okay. I hit it. All right. Uh, roll damage. Um, what does a knife do? Um, I think it's 1d6. 1d4 plus 2 plus damage bonus. If you have any damage bonus. Okay. So, uh... Uh, six. Mm, nice. All right. Um, there's still a bit of chaos in the house. Uh, Clarissa and Lewis, they're hearing all this going on outside. They're hearing the gunshots, and it, instinctively, they're moving towards the back door. Looks like they might be getting ready to run. Uh, do I notice anything from my six points of damage on a black thing? Not really, no. So I don't even know that I did damage. Right. What, what, do, what do I see happen? Does the knife stick in it? Does it vanish into the darkness? What happens? It's, yeah, it's dark and misty, and you're not even sure. Oh, so I can't actually see the knife? Correct. Okay. Uh, did I hear anything? You heard the thunk. Okay. So you, you, you're pretty sure you hit it. But it doesn't react. But you don't hear any like obvious reaction. Shoot it, Danny. It's behind you. Okay, so I gather um, I just, you'd want to do anything else in the house, Jeff, or should I carry on? I just wanted to give the Jasper and Tug a chance to. You guys want to do anything? Um, I'm having heard the commotion outside, I'm going to start creeping um, sort of nearer, nearer to the door very cautiously to, 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 to try and get a view and, and see what's happening outside. So towards the front door? Yeah. Um, yes. Okay. I'm creeping with him. Okay. Well, I'm looking from, from time to time. I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm looking over my shoulder a lot. Right. Because um, the back door is open, isn't it? Back door is open, and, and that's what you can see. Like, Lewis and Clarissa are, like, looking at each other. Like, they don't know what to do, and they're, like, just... They're like this close to getting ready to run. Well, I look at him. I'm, I'm just, I'm just even with my back against the wall. I'm still worried that something's going to come up behind me. So, um, yeah. Can um, we close that back door? I'm going to get up um, and go close the back door. Um. Okay. Oh, that was not a very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not going to close the back door. I'm going to think about closing the back door and then change my mind. <laughs> no, I, I was just not trying to think how it goes. WD-40. Well, no, need <laughs> oil. Sorry, WD-40 isn't a lubricant. It's a, it's a, I was just trying to imagine how Clarissa, I mean, they were, they're like, you can see they're contemplating getting ready to run and now you're sort of jumping ahead of them and cutting off their only exit. So I'm trying to picture how they would react to okay, that. Okay, okay. Don't go outside. We're safe in here with the vampires can't get to us. And, and Clarissa, I don't, I don't think they want to come into the light. 
Clarissa starts like yelling at you pretty pretty much. What what do you mean we're safe? We're not safe. We're so not safe. Far, whatever any- it is, it's outside, stays outside. It doesn't come inside. No, They're no, gonna- listen, listen. I've I've worked it out. They don't come into the light. They're gonna come in. It's just a no, they won't. They won't. They're, they're, they're only taking people outside when they go in the dark. So if we if we stay in the light, we're fine. How many of us are left in the house? Is it just those two and us two? Yep. Uh, and Charlie. Okay. Right. right. When, when when the um when when the firewood runs out, I'm gonna start burning the furniture because that's clearly the light is going to save us. And you're all fools if you don't understand that. And yet, the firelight's kind of flickering flames is giving everything the shadows. It's a weird... It's messing, messing with your eyes. Danny, what are you doing again? You... So, Danny would have probably followed the knife flying, that turned around. past your ear, yeah. Yeah, turned around with the gun in his hand. Does he see the shape or whatever this is? That's in- yep, yep. It's fairly tall, maybe about seven feet tall. It's just like, ah, bang, bang, bang. Okay. Um, three shots? Yeah, do three shots. And um, I believe Jerry's shot two so far, so that's going to leave you with one left, right? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, roll all three with the penalty die. Okay. Here goes. <laughs> First one's a fail. Oh no. Second one is a fail. <laughs> And last bullet. Thank goodness both of them were a success. So, yeah. In fact, um, let me see. Both of them were a hard success. Hard, okay. Uh, Yeah, hard is just a regular damage roll. Yeah. So that's 1d10. Plus two. Uh, Four. Um, you hear the buzzing noise increase in both whatever that is it's making that noise it's also in your head too at the same time right Um, and it starts to leave it starts the same thing it sort of just like rises up Um, if I can follow the shadow of it I'll if I've got one bullet left I'll just let it loose yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a penalty die, though. Yeah, I'll go for it anyway. All right. Is that okay? Sure. Both are su- practically the same. Uh, bo- both are success. Okay. Uh, damage? Ten. Ooh. Yeah, it's sort of just goes into the mist. I think Danny's just exhausted. 
for the moment, you have a few seconds, moments, anything anybody wants to do. Uh, is anything else changed outside? Is the darkness the same? You hear a noise coming from the dark area to the left, and it's Blaine, and he says, come help me with the cat. Somebody kill him. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna select a nice um, um, useful looking piece of firewood, and I'm gonna stick just one end of it into the fire, and the other end resting over the grate, um, where it could be uh, grabbed um, relatively easy if it was needed as a torch or something. Okay. So I or, or something. I call back out to Blaine. Uh, Blaine, no one's fooled here, if you are Blaine. So either tell us what's, what this is all about, or shut up. Any response? No, no response. <laughs> um, I think I, uh, is, did Danny go back in the house? Was I don't Danny think so, I think there? he's still okay. outside. No, I'm still there. Okay. Um, could I roll luck and see if I've got any bullets left on me? Yeah, do a luck roll. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Do a 1d6. Three. You got three bullets in your pocket. So I'm getting the bullets and I'm putting them in the chamber. All right. Um, Jerry, are you still outside too, right? Yeah, and then I say... Or bring me back my shotgun, you degenerate. <laughs> That's five, a, five. I guess it's a rifle, right? Bring me back my rifle, you degenerate. Five points of disdain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry and Danny, could you each do a listen roll, please? Oh, total fail. Um, yeah, that's a 90, so that's a fail. Okay. All right, there's a moment of quiet. It's it's a little eerie. Why is it so quiet? No more buzzing then. Uh, you still hear the buzzing. Oh. I didn't. Is I didn't it, mean that quiet. Is it fainter? Yeah, a little bit maybe. What does this uh, darkness or shadow look like? Is, did you say it was kind of li liquidy or something like that? Yeah, it was just only that during that moment where it sort of shimmered that it looked a little bit like liquid, but then that sort of now just looks like darkness again. How big is the area of darkness? Maybe about 10 feet high or so, give or take. Like it kind of just fades off into the night sky. So it's hard to tell exactly. Okay. But left to right, it's maybe about 10, 15 feet, maybe. Does it uh, reach the ground? Yep. Uh, Jerry, throw something in there. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Um, I look down, is there any like random debris on the porch? Uh, luck roll. There should be pieces of the uh, Double zeros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking around, you don't see anything. It might be there, you just can't see it. You're kind of frazzled right now. Double zeros, he picks up his journal and throws it out there. <laughs> you do have a jar of goop. No. Uh, I 
Come back inside. Come back inside. We're safe in here. Don't I even have any paper in my pockets? I, uh... Yeah, you got my pictures. Yeah, um... You could write a note and throw it. So, so double zeros don't compel me to have something bad happen, or they kind of do? Uh, I mean, they do, but I, I'm not going to do a, something bad for just a luck roll to find something. Okay. Um, then in that case, uh, I'll treat the double zero as a determination to find something that clearly isn't there. So I'm yeah. like determined that there's got to be something there. So I'm just looking and looking and looking. Okay. Because I can't believe there's nothing on the porch to throw off the porch. So uh, there's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, get get your asses back inside. There's a there's one of those portals out here. It's all black. Uh, I want to throw something in it. There's, why can't? Wait, maybe can you find something to throw? Uh, like, I, can, I can throw a bullet. I, 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 I pick up the log and I walk over to him. Here you go. Thanks. I throw it at the darkness. Yeah. Um, it goes through the darkness and then you don't really see it anymore. I look over at Danny. Wow. I think we should just hide inside and stay in here and keep the fire going. And... Uh, I think, I think if there's any furniture, we should maybe use it as um, a, a, a barricade so that if yeah. anything comes in, it's at least got a... Well, Tug, I can tell you it's not vampires unless vampires have uh, tendrils with uh, chitinous claws on the end. Vampires can turn into whatever they want to turn into. It was Danny, a giant back Danny, you hear something coming towards you. Something's running towards you. Like footsteps? Yeah. I'm backing, I'm backing up with a pistol in front of me. Did you reload yet? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I was, already, sure. I, was, I was already, after I checked for the three, I was reloading then, so I don't okay. know if I got all three bullets in or not, Jeff. Yeah, what do you so, think? So maybe I'll say you get like two in, in the, and then you hear this, so uh, luck roll for the third, I'm going to ask. Okay. And I'm going to try to get out of the way of wherever I think he might have to shoot. Okay. I failed a luck roll, so I just flipped the chamber closed Yep. and back he, up. He didn't tell you, Jerry, that you heard anything. You're still looking for something. Uh, I heard Danny say footsteps. <laughs> uh, um, Danny, you, you look and sort of like out of the darkness, out of the mist, this figure sort of um, emerges quickly because he's been running. And at the last second, um, you realize it's a person. It's... I'm expecting, uh, what's his name? Blaine. Blaine and his cat. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It takes you a split second to realize who it is. And suddenly you see it's the deputy and he's got his pistol out too. And he sees you pointing your gun at him. Right, well, I just drop my hand down and, and, and just start saying, help us, help us. And he starts yelling, what, what's going on? What's going on? Who's, why are you shooting? Who's, who's in trouble? There's, uh, there's something out there. Can he see the darkness if we point at it? Do you see that? S something grabbed our friends. 
Yep. So he, he like, you guys are throwing a lot of it at him. You know, do you see the darkness? Did someone grab the friends? Um, so he's a little bit confused right now. But he's like, you know, clearly he's on high alert at this point. Uh, roll psychology to see if he's faking it. Okay. Yep. I failed. Yep. Doesn't so I, believe, appear to be. I believe he's startled. Yeah, he's, he's got his gun out. He's looking like he's ready for action. Yeah. He, do you, do you see that out there? Um, he looks... Ooh, he does not see what you're talking about. There's like a, there's a dark area. Um, and he just yells at you guys. He says, follow me, follow me. Where's he going? Where? No, we can't go out of there, out of the house. I'm, I'm not leaving the fire. I'm not leaving my fire. Where's the sheriff going? Warm and it's light. John, where, do, where do you want us to follow you? Back to the car, back to the car. We're going to get out of here. Do you have an... Uh, uh, Jeff, the, our friends are, are inside. Yeah. Uh, well, grab them. Let's go. Jasper, maybe we should run to the car. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going out on the dog. How many of us uh, could we all get in the car? Is there enough space to get in, everybody in the car? Is there too many? Uh, I think there's what? One, yeah. two, three, four, five. Bring six, the car up to the porch. There's probably seven. Do you have enough room for everybody? Yes, go. Run. We'll squeeze in. <laughs> well, right, everybody, come on. Jasper, come on. Can we see the John, car? How far is the car? You can't quite tell. I mean, I'm asking him how far is it. Bring the oh, car it's at the end of the driveway. Bring it up to the porch. <laughs> there's there's vampires. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start. Car. I'm going to start running. All right. I'm I'm going to start running then. But um, I mean, the moment I get outside, I'm just going to start flailing around above me with the <laughs> thing with the Me poker too. just in case there's anything out there like giant bats or something me too thunder it could be a thunderbird could yeah try it try it try it fly for all we know it's all buzzing yeah yeah it could be oh my god it could be a whole all right let's run swarm so, of insects or something jerry i didn't hear anything from you you're running too if everyone's running i'm running yeah yep Danny? I'm not the that, first, but that, I'm not going to Once, once uh, Charlie's out in part of the group, he's got yep. the pistol and he's running with her. Yep. With the pistol up in the air. Yeah. So the sheriff's kind of like, you know, waving you on, like, go, come on, go, 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 and gets everybody out of the house. He's running up behind you. You're running towards the car. You can't really see it yet, but you know you've been up and down the driveway a hundred times already, so you know where you're running to. It's just dark. And after... A few seconds, it feels like much longer, you see the sheriff's car sitting there in the driveway. Sure. Quick, quick, get in, get in, get in. Yep. Go, 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 go. The sheriff comes running along. He jumps in the front seat, jumps in the car. Is it the sheriff Starts, or the deputy? I'm sorry, the deputy, yes. Okay. Can Starts I take a car. quick look back to see if it's possible to see anything weird, like on the house or around? Do a I spot can't resist hidden. an attempt to look back. Do a spot hidden. I'm gonna look. Ninety nine. <laughs> I got a two. Oof. 
So I'm like this in the back window. <laughs> I guess that um, 99 means I'm probably last to get to the car. Yep, yep. I'll, I'll count that. <laughs> what I'll say with your O2, Tug, is that you see three or four dark shapes up on the roof. Can't make out what they are, but they're moving about, sort of like teetering almost. Okay. Um, but with that O2, uh, you might already guess this, but you see that uh, Clarissa and Louis, Louis was the, the last two running. And as they're running, something comes down, grabs them, and lifts them up into the air, into the darkness. Could I see a shape? Same sort of shape. It's, it's the same sort of elongated, maybe you know, big, maybe like seven feet tall. It got him. It got him. I start screaming. I'm going to do a sanity roll. Not 27. Probably pass. Yeah, I've still got 27. I passed, but I'm going to take... Danny just took two points as well because it's just all hitting him now and he's, uh, his knees are bouncing up and down. He's shaking. Yep. And you guys sort of just piled in the car, so everything's sort of discombobulated and people and pile on top of each other. You guys get in the car. The sheriff starts the car. The car starts okay. He uh, floors it in reverse, sort of does a half spin out takes off down the driveway and down the road. Um, once he gets a fair distance away, he starts asking you what all happened. Well, it's probably obviously we're, we're drunk, but uh, I go on and on about vampires. and Danny's just saying there's monsters, there's monsters, there's monsters here. Had tentacles and claws. It's on the roof. <laughs> Came out of the darkness. All of our friends are gone. And he, he's taking this all in as he's driving. It's like, well, this is a, we'll go down to the station. We'll we'll get sorted out. We'll have you know, we'll everybody relax and maybe we can figure out what the heck just happened. Um, if need be, I'll make a few phone calls because it's late now. You know, it's like midnight at least. Um, he, he says, you know, if need be, I'll make some phone calls and we'll get some guys and we'll, we'll go back and we'll figure out what the heck's going on. Danny, I think Danny blurts out, are you kidding me? You must know there's something going on here. Don't go in the dark. Wait until the morning. Yeah, he doesn't really respond. He's just like listening at this point, you know. Yeah. Danny's just letting the frustration out. Yeah. All right. So after maybe, you know, five, 10 minutes, it's not that long of a drive. You get, you make your way into the main town. He pulls up outside of the, uh, the, the jail, the lights on, looks like the sheriff might be there already. Um, you know, gets everybody out of the car, walks I'm, in. I'm, the moment I get out of the car, I'm going to start looking up at all the, the roof, roofs of the buildings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Do uh, spy hidden if you want. Yeah, that seems like it would be a natural instinct. Sure. Um, 
Okay. Uh, I I've confused. I've confused myself. No, that, that's that's a ten. Yeah. Field. Sorry, I, I, I rolled a ten for a moment. Uh, I thought a zero and a ten was a hundred. But uh, I am. I, I would like to push this because I've already established a pattern of being obsessive about trying to find stuff, even when I can't find it. I was already last to the car. Uh, I probably uh, am developing a disregard for my own safety given my fascination with these hard things. Uh, so, of course, I'm pushing the roll. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the second roll was even worse than the first. Okay. Significantly, it was an 81. I was only off by four points the first time, but I didn't want to waste luck looking on roofs. Yeah. So, so I think, Jasper, you're the only one that passed, I think, right? Um, yeah, you know, your mind's playing tricks on you at this point but you think you did see something kind of fly by in the night sky. I'm, I'm not even going to mention it. I'm just going to immediately start looking around instead. So the sheriff, the deputy uh, comes up to the door, he opens the front door and he's, you know, waiting for y'all to come in. I'm going to run into the building as, as fast as I possibly can. Turn on all the lights. Oh yeah, the sheriff's already in there, so the lights are on. Yeah, I'd probably stop and like show my flashlight uh, at like a couple of roofs. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna go. start. I'm gonna run in and start immediately. Just run up to the sheriff and ask him if he's got an emergency generator. Has it got um, fuel in it? When was the last time you checked it? Oh. <laughs> um, really? Danny, Actually, what did you do with your gun during that car trip? It was in my hand, kind of, the whole time. It's empty, though. I've got one bullet left in my pocket. Okay. So the deputy is going to come to you first and say he just holds his hand out. And you're like, you know, can you hand that over, son? I'll just say it's empty and give him it. Okay. And then I say I want to go home. And he looks at Jasper. Do you still have the fire poker in your hand? I, I do, yes. And he kind of looks at you like, do you mind putting the fire poker down? Let's all relax, take a deep breath um, here. I'll uh, I'll lean it um, on the wall next to where I'm sitting. I'm kind of assuming I'm sitting next to the wall. There's a wall near the chair somewhere. <laughs> if not, then a table. Uh, I'm not thinking you even had time to sit yet. I'm thinking this is all like as you're coming in the oh, door. Right. I'll just drop it. Climb. And the rest is kind of going to unfold. So um, let me do a little narration here, if you don't mind. Once you're sort of disarmed, it's not like, you know, you were ready to do battle with the sheriff or anything. But the deputy's attitude flips 100%. He goes from what you thought he was rescuing you, he starts barking orders at you. And he's like, right, get up against the wall, one at a time, get in a jail cell, you're gonna sleep this whole thing off. And he's, he's ushering you into the jail cell. The sheriff's looking at this whole thing like, what the heck's going on? He's not happy, he doesn't like being disturbed this late at night. Um, he's on edge, he's, he's Clearly watching the deputy, like you know what's going on. Are they both hey, armed? Hang, hang, hang on. Yeah, what about, Jeff, what about... Are they are they both armed? Oh yeah, yeah. What, what about our phone calls? We we get a phone call. 
Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I think he's just putting us in here to keep us safe from the vampires. Shut up. I don't know, Tug. I, 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 I don't want to be locked up, Tug. Danny's just starts screaming, our friends are missing. They've been taken. They're gone. You guys need to get up there and check it out. Yep, yep. We'll get right on that. For now, you guys, you're clearly drunk. You got to sleep this thing off, get in the tank. Get in the I, I, I just walk into the jail cell and pull the door closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to look at the, uh, the, the, the deputy. I mean, not just look at the deputy. I'm going to, and I think I'm hoping I can get away with this because I'm drunk. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 gonna properly like I'd make I'd like to make a spot hidden roll and properly inspect the deputy. So I really peer at him and look at him quite closely, um, you know, in a very drunken way. Um, but. That is what I'd like to do, nonetheless. Well, you you could do that without a spot hidden, unless there's something you're trying to to find. Are you searching? Does, or does, does just he, trying does, to intimidate. Well, I mean, does does he look like he's? A, a, is he acting normally? Does he look like he's? He's an alien. That's a psychology role, but he. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, there, yeah, it would be a psychology. Is there role. something wrong with him? Like, does he have a head stitched on? Or <laughs> no, I mean, is he like glassy-eyed, or does he, you know, does he look like he's what what a nineteen-year-old would imagine someone who was hypnotized looked like, which is probably doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll. Okay, I have a feeling that is not a success. Uh, no, that's not. That's a fail. He seems normal, except for the fact that it seems like he just flipped to All being right. somewhat aggressive. Jeff, I'm not really sure how this is going to play out or where we are in the series. I haven't said I've gone into the cell yet. I'm obviously lingering. Uh, how distracted is the deputy when... Uh, this whole exchange happens. Yeah, he's not distracted at all. He's not distracted at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I, I'm not like trying to jump him or anything. But uh, is everyone in the cell other than Jasper right now? I'm gonna say yes. He's okay. He's, you know. So I don't wait any longer to say this. Uh, but obviously, I try to seem as sober as possible. And I look at him and the sheriff and I say, you two are either fools or you're in on it. You both know full well. We would have to be a lot drunker than this to see monsters and our friends hauled into the woods. Now, I'm not getting in any cell when whatever's going on in this town is going on. So you either are going to have to murder me, beat me senseless, or you're going to listen to what we're saying. So the way I'm picturing the deputy is he's listening to you say this. He's like, you fools. You think we're just out here. You think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And about. he's going <laughs> to grab your wrist and quickly like bring it up round back behind your back. 
you know, what do they call well, it, Phil Nelson or something, and yeah. he's going to usher you into the jail. Well, when he does, I realize that I presumably don't have combat training like a deputy, or maybe I do. This is some totally small town in Vermont. I have a brawl of 25. I'm prepared. <laughs> I, I, I realize that the penalty die might be considerable, uh, but I also don't know how drunk I still am, right, compared to what I was before. And I was the least drunk of anybody, even though I wanted to be otherwise. So my whole intention here was that if he tries to manhandle me, I'm going to uh, try to... I'm going to try to take his gun, if I can. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm not... Well, you know... If uh, if deputies just shoot drunk teen, if deputies just shoot drunk college students, you know, that's cool. Them, yeah. That's what backup characters are for. Yep, <laughs> we're pretty it. sure that's what nineteen thirties cops actually did. Yeah, <laughs> may he rest in peace. <laughs> he said it. But he, might, but he might also just overpower me and throw me in the cell. So either so way, let's, either let's... way, Jerry fully believes that like we might not survive this in the cell. So. Let's see what the uncaring universe has in store for you. Give me a dice penalty. Uh, you said uh, penalty? Yep. What is it, though? Am I correct? It's a brawl or is it something else? Yeah, we'll, just, we'll say fighting brawl. Yep. Uh, that is uh, a hard success. That's with the penalty? Oh wait, 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 wait! I think I remember. Yeah. Hold on, I have to. No, it's not. It's not a hard success, but it's about to be a success, though. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I had to spend some luck, but it's a success. Okay. Um, Can you spend luck on that? Well, just for the heck of it, I'm going to ask you to do a dex roll too. Can you tell me what you get for your dex roll? I figured a dex roll might be involved. I should have done that first, but I didn't think of it quick enough, so. Well, uh, that's not going to turn out so well, um, okay. because uh, even though I have a dex of 55, I failed. Yeah. Rolled a 90. Okay. So here's what I'm, I'm going to say happens. So, Jerry, you, you fight back. You try to resist. You go for his gun. He's well aware of you trying something fishy like this. He's ready for it. He reacts quickly. And in the scuffle, you just managed to just accidentally backhand him on the on the chin. Um, so just do a brawl damage. Um, what is it? Uh, so I think it's 1d3 plus damage bonus. Um, as as this fight breaks out, I'm um, sort of switching into what I think we might describe as oh shit mode and just sort of quietly walking into the cell <laughs> behind this yeah I'm, I'm not going to make an issue out of this because obviously um, I'm going to get beaten up if I do that I'm already that asleep in the corner <laughs> Danny's in the cell looking miserable yeah I look over at Jasper and I say, your first time? <laughs> look, when, when, we, when we get to the pen, right, we, we need to like, get friendly with Mr. Big, who's in with the warders. 
You know why they call him Mr. Big. I mean, have, you, have you got any snout? Did you do any damage, Jerry? Two. Two? Okay. I just made him mad. Yeah, he's angry. He was a little bit angry before that, though. All right, so what's going to happen? So he gets you all in the jail cell, closes the door, kind of leaves you everybody alone, tempers calm down, things quiet down. The sheriff and the deputy are talking quietly. You can't really hear what they're talking about. Um, and you're basically in for the night. Um, the next morning, you guys are awoken by voices in the jail and you see the sheriff and the deputy and you see your college professor come through the, the front door. Um, I'm not going to look up his name, but it's the, the professor that sent you on the field trip. Uh, you guys have got massive hangovers. Um, might even still be a little bit drunk. Um, the professor just is like angry as anything. He, he can't believe he got woken up in the middle of the night, had to drive down here just to get you guys. There's a lot of talk between the sheriff and the professor and the professor's like sort of pleading and gesturing and, and eventually the sheriff and the professor comes up behind him and they come up to you and still in the jail cell. And he's like, look, he's like, we're going to release you to the care of the professor and he's taking you back to town, back, you know, to Arkham. Thank you very much, sir. And he looks at you all like one at a time. He's like, is there anyone who has a problem with that? No, right. sir. <laughs> so that's exactly what happens. Um, he, the professor puts you in his car and he's angry he's you know he's driving to the nearest larger town which i think is i want to say brattleboro um and there's a train station there and he's like look i'm going to put you on the train uh you guys go back to back to school and as soon as i get the others uh we'll have a talk about what all happened he will ask you in the car though, uh, you know, what happened? What, he's just looking for an explanation. Well, I'm, I'm prepared to, to, to tell him what happened with, with the exception of the bit about John Jeffrey. Well, I, I start probably babbling about vampires. Okay. I don't know if anybody survived. Um, I try to tell him everything, uh, as rationally sounding as possible without changing it and leaving stuff out. But I don't use words like demons, vampires, mole man. I try to present this in a scientific sounding way, but uh, I show him the child uh, drawing stuff. Uh, I show him the jar and uh, 
I tell him that uh, I, don't, I don't know how much he listens or how much I have time for, but I certainly want to give him the impression that I uh, am fully convinced that people in the town know very well that uh, there are some very weird things in this place. The only thing that the only thing that Danny would add to all of that would be that there's students that are missing, that have been taken, and the police are doing nothing about it. It's happened before when there's been other trips here, things have happened, and we've lost students. So I, guess I tell him also uh, when Danny says that I tell him uh, about the uh, tell him about the uh, deputy's bizarre behavior, right? Because on reflection. Uh, it's obvious that the deputy knew enough that we were afraid of something to get us to believe we were rushing to safety in his car and then handled us this way in the jail. So well, I, 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 I posit that uh, he was acting that way once we were in front of the sheriff because when he was just with us, the sheriff wasn't around. He was one of us. He was a kid but in front of the sheriff, he had to impress the sheriff and act like a sheriff. Well, that just means he knows the sheriff knows what's going on. I, 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 think, I think Blaine was in on it. I think Blaine was in on he, it. He, 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 he was trying to call us out for, for those things. To, we, don't, we don't even know if that was really Blaine. Well, I think uh, at this point, on the, probably on the train, we'll discuss yeah. it. Yeah. Now the professor is not, is the professor coming? He's going back. Right. So here's what I'm going to do. So he's going to go back to that house. Is that Professor Roger Harold or is it? Uh, yes. Learmouth? Uh I believe it's Harold. Okay. Does he let me keep the jar or does he try to take it? <laughs> you can definitely keep it. He has no interest in the jar. Okay. Um, here's what I'm going to say. So he's listening to your stories and this all is, you know, taking place during the car ride. Doesn't really change his mind. He's still set on his decision. He takes you to the train station, get your tickets, get you situated, puts you on the train and, you know, warns you. He's like, you know, no more funny business. Um, he does tell you, though, uh, just before you leave, that he has already seen and talked to both Blaine, uh, William, and Jason. What? So he doesn't... He... he he thinks basically what they said is that you all just got drunk and had a good old time. What about Clarissa? Did she not go missing? He didn't, doesn't mention her. Were they playing some elaborate practical joke on us? I mean, we started it. I started it with Higgins, was it, but Was it Blaine that provided the alcohol? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think he's in on it. He drugged us. Well, when I see him next Monday, I'm going to kick his ass. Hey, you, you mean there was alcohol in the punch? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why it tasted funny? Yeah. Is that why I started feeling weird? I don't think that's the way drugs work, Tug. I don't remember most of that. I think Jasper, you tried to kiss me. <laughs> I remember sitting by the fire next to you. I can't believe I drank booze. Are you guys still my, the best my friends? My mom and pop are going to be so upset if they find out about that. All right. 
Is that where we call it? Yep. <laughs> All right. That was an amazing and wild trip. Our players included Mick Swan. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I've still got Wayne in here. Uh, I hope Wayne comes back at some point. But Our players included Mick Swan, George Sieg, uh, Ken Trench, and uh, myself with Jeff Wilkins as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production. In order to create a richer listener experience, we provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You'll find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. Leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft for the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.